right. Can we stand to our feet and direct some praise towards Jesus tonight? Come on, he's so good. Jesus, we love you. We're here for you tonight. Jesus, you are going to speak to your people. You are going to reveal yourself to your people. Father, I just pray that you would speak to every heart tonight. And Father, above all, that we leave this place just understanding how much you love us, how much you care about us, and how much you desire to speak to us. We love you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. You can be seated. I am so honored to be able to speak to you tonight. Thank you, Pastor Sam and Pastor Brenda, for the opportunity to speak. I love this church family, and I'm excited to share um, and continue the series that we were in talking about spiritual gifts. Last week, Pastor Kerry preached an amazing message about uh, spiritual gifts. He talked about prophecy. He talked about tongues, interpreting, interpreting tongues, and just really gave us um, practical application. We don't just want to talk about what these spiritual gifts are, but we really want you to know how do we apply them in our everyday lives? How do they apply in this church body? But also, how do they apply when we walk out of here and we go into our homes with our families, in our schools, in our workplaces? How do we use them to glorify God? So tonight, again, we are continuing that series and talking about spiritual gifts. And a lot of times when we hear spiritual gifts, it sounds pretty dramatic, it sounds grandiose. Sometimes we might think, man, God is just going to just infuse his superpowers onto me so dramatically and in a moment I'll be able to be invisible or read someone's mind or fly or God's just going to put a cape on me and I'm gonna soar. And it might sound a little intimidating or you might think, man, something like super crazy and dramatic hasn't happened to me yet. Do I operate? in spiritual gifts from God? Well, I wanna unpack that a little bit tonight. So, question for you. How many of you have ever done something without realizing that you're doing it? Some of us. So, for example, I'm an internal processor, um, meaning I can have a whole bunch of conversations inside my head, just asking myself questions, trying to process it through, trying to figure out my emotions in my head. And so sometimes, though it's, a, it's great for me, it gets me a little bit in trouble. And what I mean by that is, sometimes I just get fixated on a thought while I'm in public or doing something important, and as I'm processing and as I'm thinking, the world just kind of starts to fade around me. The people in it, what's happening, just starts to kind of dissolve, and I'm just thinking really, really hard. And the way this can get me in trouble is that sometimes I, my uh, friend might tap me on the shoulder and be like, hey, do you realize you were just staring that person down for the past 25 seconds? Oh. Um, or something like, hey, Meredith, you just ran that red light. Did you notice that one time? That was, honestly, I felt so bad. I wish I would have gotten pulled over because it was just, I felt super bad about it. Um, or it can be, I don't know, something like, maybe I start talking to myself out loud and forget there's people in the room, and then the person sitting at the desk next to me is like, sorry, what, what did you say? And I'm like, 
nothing. I was just talking to myself. So we can get in these places where we can do things without realizing it. And really, honestly, a lot of the time, I don't even notice I'm doing these things unless my friend taps me on the shoulder to say, hey, stop staring that person down, or the police officer pulls me over and says, do you realize you ran that red light? And so I think a lot of the times that can actually happen with spiritual gifts. A lot of the times we might not realize that we are operating in a lot of these gifts until someone says, hey, you realize that was from the Spirit of God for somebody else, right? And so I wanna try to unpack that tonight and, and maybe for some of you, let you know that you are operating in spiritual gifts and God is speaking to you and he is revealing things to you. It just might look a little different than you would think. So we are gonna dive into a couple tonight. Um, words of wisdom we're gonna look at, words of knowledge, and also discerning of spirits. So first, let's just break down what are these gifts. So words of wisdom, we're gonna be looking at 1 Corinthians 12, verse eight. I'll give you a little time to get there. If you're on your phone, it might not take too long. It says this, to one person the spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. And I'm gonna stop right there. I want you to notice something. It says, to one person, the spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. So right off the bat, we see that Paul's saying, hey, listen, this, this gift that you're giving is not from you. It's not from human understanding. It's by the spirit. And this is such an important distinction because in today's world, it's like everybody's trying to give you advice on who you should be, why you should be it, what you should do, where to put your money, where to put your identity, how to solve life's problems. And Paul says, listen, the spirit has the ability to give wise advice. So to simply define a word of wisdom, it's given by the Holy Spirit to bring divine understanding about Christ, it can also function to help with a need or a problem. I love when Paul's talking about the wisdom that we have in Christ. He says, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given to us by God. And we impact this and impart this in words, not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. So Paul's saying, we have received wisdom by God through Jesus Christ. True wisdom is understanding who Christ is, what he did on the cross, which to the world, Paul says, for the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. So your words of wisdom are, are coming by the Spirit, and they're gonna reflect who Jesus is, the character of God. They're gonna reflect, reflect truth about who God is in Scripture. And the world is in desperate need to know about Jesus and who he is. So an example of this we see in Scripture. We see wisdom brought up in Stephen as he's addressing um, the Sanhedrin in Acts 6, verse 10. It says, but they could not stand up against the wisdom the Spirit gave him as he spoke. So Stephen's addressing these high counselors and they're arguing with him over what he knows about Christ. But it says they could not stand up against his wise words. 
that he was given by the Spirit. So it's encouraging to know that even when the world comes up against you for what you believe about Christ, under the Holy Spirit's um, power, you have the ability to really stand up for who Jesus is and leave the people coming against you speechless. Because there's no wrong, there's no wrong to find in Christ. There's no error to find in who God is. So an example of this I see in my own life is, is being able to just, maybe in simple conversation, sit down with someone in conversation and say, hey, you know, I think God's directing me to tell you to do this or to do that. And sometimes someone will say, man, like I never saw it that way or I never saw how God was in my situation like he is in my situation now. And it's so helpful to be able to really discern the spirit as he's speaking to you to know, man, God, what is it that you're trying to get across about who you are and who Jesus is to the people around me? It could be um, a word of wisdom you get in your workplace, in your school, to a friend, to a family member, but just a thought that God drops in your mind and reveals something about himself and can really just come into somebody's situation and meet them exactly where they're at and help them process through a problem or an issue in a way that the world can't help with, in a way that wouldn't come from anywhere but God. So... The next we have word of knowledge. And again in 1 Corinthians 12, 8, it goes on to say, to another the same spirit gives a message of special knowledge. So this is again given by the spirit. It could be knowledge about God or special knowledge about someone in their situation. And we see it represented to Jesus at the woman at the well when they're in conversation and Jesus says, go call your husband and come back. And she replies, I have no husband. And Jesus says, you're right. You have five, and the man you're with right now is not your husband. And to her, she thought, well, that reveals to me that Jesus is, is more than just an average man because he, there's no way he could have known that. So it reveals to somebody that, hey, there's something else going on here. It reveals who Jesus is, the divinity of him. And so it can act to confirm or affirm something that's going on in somebody's life. I've had it so many times where, unbeknownst to me, I'll maybe say something encouraging to somebody or something that I was thinking about to a friend, and they'll come back and say, I really needed to hear that. Or man, you just confirmed something that I was like thinking about or I had questions about. And I'm like, oh, God, that was from you. You drop that in my heart so that person could be ministered to, so that that person could see what they need to do or have knowledge about where they're at. And it could just be the most simple thought in, in conversation with somebody that someone goes, man, I really needed to hear that. Or it can be you saying something maybe about someone that's something that's going on in someone's life that you would not know otherwise but the spirit drops it in your mind and you go, you know what, this, this, this could be from God, I'm not sure, but I just, I wanted to share this with you. If it resonates, great. If not, throw it away. I'll blame my dinner. But I just care about you and love you enough that I wanted to see if this was something God wanted me to say to you. 
word of knowledge. And the last one, discerning of spirits. 1 Corinthians 12, 10. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the spirit of God or from another spirit. Um, we see this um, in the gospels when John recognizes Jesus in the Holy Spirit as he's coming um, to be baptized. We recognize this when we see apostles in the New Testament um, recognizing even demonic spirits and casting out demons, or somebody would speak something, and it might even be true about God, but that apostle would say, that's a demonic spirit, or cast it out. So partly being able to determine, hey, is, is this, is what's being said, is this the Holy Spirit? Does this look like Jesus? Or is it from someplace else? And a lot of times we, we can see this active in our congregations, right? We've seen um, people get delivered from even demonic spirits, where we've seen people give a word and they have to test it to say, man, is this from the Holy Spirit? You need to discern what the, where this word's coming from. Is it meant for our benefit or is it not? Is it meant for destruction? And so God gives us the ability and gives people the ability to discern, man, this is the Holy Spirit or man, this is not the Holy Spirit. And so all of these gifts are revealed to us by the Spirit. And the good news is they're revealed to anyone. It's not exclusive. It's not something you have to go digging for. It's not something you have to be smart enough for or get a PhD for. You don't have to be a pastor. You don't have to have certain credentials. We all are able to have these spiritual gifts operating in our lives. Jesus desires that we have them and that we minister to others with them to reveal himself to his people who he loves. And so if there's a couple of things that I would wanna just practically say that would really help break these down to help us operate in them in our lives, they'd be this. Because I don't wanna walk you to walk away just going, okay, I have a general idea, I think of what these are. But I want you to feel like, yeah, I feel empowered to use them and I want to actively go after these gifts. So what's helpful to know? I'd say number one, set yourself up to hear from God. I know a lot of times in my own life or when I look at the scripture, when people are being used in these gifts, they're actively ministering already. They're actively spending time with God or they're already in prayer or they're already in community with people and in conversation with people. I'm not saying it can't happen really out of the blue when we're not looking for it, but a lot of the times in my own life, I'm like, man, I was just already in conversation with a coworker, listening to their struggles or listening to their life, and all of a sudden, God drops a thought in my mind that sounds so normal and so average and so much like my own, but later I look back and go, oh, God was speaking wisdom or knowledge into me that they needed to hear. Or when you're in prayer and God drops someone on your heart and gives you something to say, hey, I've gotten texts before. Hey, Meredith, I was praying for you this morning and I just really feel like God wanted me to share this with you. And I was like, wow, thank you, God. I really needed to hear that. And I'm thankful that they were seeking God and in prayer so that I could benefit from that gift, from that revelation. It comes, it's a natural byproduct from spending time with God. When you're spending time with God, you set yourself up to just hear his voice so clearly and to know what's him and to know what's not. 
So set yourself up to hear from God. I'd summarize it by saying, be intentional, intentionality. The second is this, God will give you words to speak. I remember um, a time when I was overseas and I was in conversation, um, I'll say with one of our tour guides who was from the Northern Asia area of the world. And we were, we were getting to know each other. We talked a lot throughout the week, learning about Buddhism, learning about their religion, learning about their practices. And God was just drawing me to my tour guide's heart all week. Um, she was so kind to us, so hospitable to us, really, really had a genuine curiosity about our faith. And I was like, Lord, I just really feel like I'm supposed to be overseas right now in this part of the world in front of her for a reason. Use me how you want to. Just setting myself up. <laughs> you, like, God, use me. God, use me. And I remember um, we were all sitting at a restaurant together, and she looks at me, and she asked me a pretty intense question that I would have to answer really about my faith and about God. And in her culture, and her context, it freaked me out. I thought, oh no, she just asked me a question, really not understanding that it's linked to my faith. Now I have to share part of my faith to her. And God, I don't know what to say. Like, first of all, English isn't her first language. She comes from a whole different cultural context. What if something I say offends her? And I'm not even in a country where this is probably a good thing to do. And I just remember freaking out thinking, man, yes, I set myself up for this, and yes, I'm, that's why I'm here to be used by you, but I don't wanna talk because I think I'm gonna mess this whole thing up. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I was terrified. I was like, why didn't she pick, um, why didn't she pick the person next to me who has like a master's degree and all of this stuff? I don't wanna talk, I don't wanna do anything. I'm not equipped for this, Lord. I don't wanna speak and ruin everything we've been striving for. And my team leader looked at me and he quoted Luke 12, 11, and he said, when you are brought before synagogues, rulers, and authorities, do not worry about how you will defend yourself or what you will say, for the Holy Spirit will teach you at that time what to say. First of all, <laughs> he was operating in a spiritual gift, telling me that scripture because he looked back and said, I, I don't know where that came from. That was just on my heart and I shared it, but also I needed that to go, you know what? God will give me by his spirit the words to speak. God will release a spiritual gift in me and I just need to have the confidence to open up my mouth and talk. And wouldn't you know that God moved and what was said was something that she needed to hear directly from the heart of God to her situation. So God will give you the words to speak. Don't let fear, crippling fear, hold you back from speaking up, especially if you're like, man, the environment's set up for this. <laughs> I'm with somebody that needs to know who God is. God's been stirring my heart for this very moment in time. Man, God would then logically just speak right through you and use you in a spiritual gift. So he'll give you the words to speak. God desires to speak and to reveal himself to his people. He loves his people so much more than we could ever love, even the person we love the most on this earth. How much more would he desire to let people know through us how much he loves them, how much he knows them. He knows things about them. He knows where they're at. 
and he wants to bring people closer to his side. So be encouraged that God wants to use you in these gifts. God wants to give you thoughts for other people that you can just speak words of knowledge, words of wisdom. He wants to literally give you the mind of Christ so that when you are with people that need to know Jesus and who he is and, and what he thinks, you can just speak them out and help glorify him. So simply put, just being aware, having awareness, going, God, okay, where am I at today? What am I doing? And how do you wanna speak? It can be literally anywhere you are in your work, at your, at your job. God, help me to encourage or speak life to my coworkers today. You know what they need to hear, I don't. So God, I'm gonna give you the space to speak and I'm gonna trust that you wanna speak. It could be at your school with your classmates. It could be with your family members. It could even be with people that you think, man, they're way more spiritual than I am. Like, they don't need to hear anything from me. No, sometimes, sometimes those are the moments where you need to speak up because there's people that we consider seasoned believers and they're great with God and you think they have it all together, but man, they might need a revelation from God that day. And you don't want your insecurity to get in the way of God's glory. So speak. Know that God will give you the words to speak. I know uh, Pastor JP used to say all the time, don't waste nice so if it applies in this context, I would say the same thing. Man, if God drops something on your heart, a thought for somebody that's edifying, encouraging, aligns with scripture, reveals Jesus, man, don't waste that. Say it. The worst that could happen is that they say, oh, that's sweet, <laughs> which is great. But what if they say, man, that's exactly what I needed to hear. You have no idea. Um, and it might feel like your own thoughts which is cool. You might be so intertwined with the mind of Christ that a lot of this you don't even realize you're doing because you're like, oh, I just figured I'd say that. It just made sense to me. You know, that thing about Christ that he revealed, it's just something I know, something I'm aware of, but it might not be that plain and that normal for the hearer. So don't ever discredit your thoughts thinking, well, that's, that's plain and simple because maybe you're so seasoned in your walk with God that a lot of the things that the Spirit reveals is just second nature to your heart and mind, and that's great, but it might not be to the person that needs to hear it. So recognize those things, be aware. And the last I would say, and the most important, is speak out of love. Speak out of love when you're using these gifts. Speak from a place of love. You know, every time, even when Jesus called somebody out almost with the word of knowledge or, or he gave advice or corrected or whatever he did, discerned, it was all from this place of loving that person and desiring a relationship with them. He didn't use his gifts to shame, to condemn, to win an argument. That's not his heart. His heart is for his people to love them. Speak out of love. Desire that people around you know Christ and desire that Christ be known. And I'm telling you, if you filter what you think through those two things, it's hard to mess it up, even if it doesn't come out very eloquently. Speak out of love. I think the, the main thing that important thing about spiritual gifts isn't that we 
get something is that we give something. They're meant to be given. They're meant to be edifying. They're meant to help the community of faith. They're meant to help others around us. Um, And that's why when you're just walking throughout your day and you've decided, God, today, I just wanna walk in step with you. Give me your thoughts, give me your heart. And I just really wanna love people well. You'd be surprised in in the, the, the many ways that you just start operating in these gifts naturally. It's just a byproduct of loving Jesus and loving people really well and just being obedient to speak those thoughts that he drops in your heart and to minister to other people. The more we just are other focused, the more God's gonna just impart these gifts on us because they're meant to give away, give away, give away, give away, give away. So I would wrap up just by reminding us, one, set yourself up to hear from God, be intentional, two, be aware of him. He'll give you the words to speak and speak out of love. So as we close, uh, we're gonna have, we're gonna have pastors and some elders up at the front just to pray for you and any needs that you have. No need is too big or too small that Jesus can't come and meet you where you are tonight. So if you have a need, please, when we, when we go into worship in a couple minutes, please come up and get prayed for. But also, um, I would say this, if you feel like you're in a place where your mind has just been attacked lately, where the enemy has just got a hold of your mind and you would say, man, I just need somebody to pray peace over my mind. I just need um, deliverance from these thoughts. I feel attacked. I want you to come and be prayed for because I believe that if, if one of the ways God imparts words of wisdom and words of knowledge and discernment is, is through dropping thoughts in our mind, then I think that's exactly where the enemy wants to attack is our mind. And so, man, if you would say, I just need somebody to pray over my mind, Maybe, maybe you're ridden with anxiety this week. Maybe your thoughts are driving you insane. Maybe you can't sleep because your mind is going crazy. Maybe, maybe you're, you're struggling to have clarity of thought or focus, or man, you're battling all these thoughts of insecurity or fear, and your mind is just going a million miles per hour. I want you to be prayed for tonight and watch Jesus just give you peace, give you clarity and impart his love over you.